exciting time of the year right now. Um, it is July 26th, which means we are little over a month away from the NFL 2018 season. I am so excited. How excited are you, Kile? Um, I've never been so excited in my life. I literally <sighs> am dying over here, especially because it's been so long. Um, you know, our, our personal lives and jobs and everything has kind of gotten in the way um, of, crazy. of this. So, you know what? I'm, I'm sick of that. So I'm going to be back here on a much more consistent basis because no matter what, this is what I enjoy doing very much. As, so, as do I. I agree. Right. I agree. So I don't care. I really don't care what else comes in, you know, comes in my way. I'm going to, we're going to record. We'll we're going we to make sure we, we will find a way. Out. Exactly. Yep. Our bread and butter is football. We do love baseball as well, but our bread and butter is definitely football. We obviously do a lot more fantasy leagues for football. Um, and I'm, I, I'm already, I just activated my league. Um, I know I saw one, one league that I'm in. He set the draft date already without asking anyone. I don't care. I'm just, nice. I'm just excited. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, looking, I'm like, I'm thinking down the road. I'm like, all right, I got to plan out that last week in August, early September. And then I'm like, oh, I got to wait that long. So I'm actually been looking for leagues that are, you know, now. <laughs> like I'm looking for open leagues potentially on some of these, you know, forums just to kind of get my feet wet. Even if it's a fifty dollar buy-in, um, I want to kind of just get my feet wet with a nice, you know, redraft league and see how uh, how my teams pan out. Right. So. So with that being said, uh, our last episode that we did with football, um, my lovely, beautiful cousin over there uh, flew down to Texas and we went to the NFL draft to see, you know, the talent on the first night. Now, on that, we're going to talk about the guys that were drafted. Four of them were drafted in the top ten, the quarterbacks of the future of the NFL. Each of them has their own particular situation, mind you. I mean, if you look at it on paper, none of them could even start come the beginning of the season. Now, are they going to? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Preseason happens, injuries. I mean, they could impress all of us. We, we just we don't know. You know, I mean, there's we we've seen crazier things. You know, who would have thought a couple of years ago Tony Romo gets hurt? Insert Dak Prescott. And now you have your quarterback in the future. Uh, I'm not saying something. I hope something like that happens, but you, I'm, you just you just really don't know. Or Russell Wilson got drafted by the Seahawks to be the backup to Matt Flynn, beats him out, and now Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So our top, the top top pick of the NFL draft was Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's good. He yeah, he's a big, big he's a big boy. He's a big boy. I'm a big fan of his. Um, I don't know how I feel about him yet. I'm still I'm still on the fence. All right. So so from what I've seen, it's it's pretty much blatantly obvious that that Tyrod Taylor is going to get his chance to uh, win that job um, from the onset. So I, I don't think the Browns want to test that water. I think that they want to you know put Tyrod out there. Um, for the first time in a while, the Browns actually have a pretty decent offense, a good offensive line. So it's more about, you know what, learn, learn from our coaching, learn from Tyrod, you know, build, build your rapport with the, with the guys that we have on this team and then go from there. Um, I think that by week five or six, if the Browns are one in four, then I think Baker's a no brainer there. Um, but I think there's a chance he could start week one. I, I think it's a 5% chance at this Slim. point. I, agree. I really don't think it's much more than a 5 or 10% chance, especially because they do have Tyrod Taylor. But that being said, the Browns have made worse decisions before. 
That that is that is true. I mean, Tyrod, he's he's experienced. He's a veteran. You can't just throw him right to the side. I mean, they they signed him for a reason. Right, and I mean, it helps that you have a you know you bring in you you draft a running back in Nick Chubb, you sign a, a running back in uh, Carlos, Carlos Hyde. Chubb. You built up your offensive line over the past year and a half. Yes, you yeah, lost Joe P- Thomas. PPR monster, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I mean, you, you have Josh Gordon, who, you know, we, we've seen some rumors in the news about him seeking treatment, which is, you know, good for him. I hope, you know, for his sake, he's doing, you know, well. Um, but you have Jarvis Landry, Josh Gordon, Corey Coleman, David Njoku, Duke Johnson. I mean, it's a very, very talented team. I mean, there's been rumors of Des Bryant going to Cleveland. Um, which so, wouldn't be terrible. I mean, I think a, it would be a good signing fantasy, for them. For the fantasy purpose for all of them, it would be god-awful. That would be terrible. I mean, yeah, if you're a Josh <laughs> owner, yeah, Josh Gordon owner, uh, a Duke Johnson owner, Jarvis Landry owner, you're you're not in good spirits with that's the case. But for Baker's um, position here, I really like Baker a lot. Um, dynasty drafts are probably over at this point, but if you're doing startups or if you're doing your, uh, you know, your, your Dynasty League rookie drafts now, I like Baker... Up there with the rest of the quarterbacks, honestly. I think he's if my favorite, if not one of the top two favorite quarterbacks um, from this rookie class. So I, I'm, I'm not going to say overdraft him in that first round because there's plenty of running backs and wide receivers in that first round. But oh, he totally. is a good, yeah, he's a good solid uh, second round pick in rookie drafts. So um, I mean, I'm a big fan definitely. of him. Oh yeah, yeah. The Browns are building towards the future. They've done a good job of that. I mean, we saw that in college with what Baker has to offer. He is great talents. He's good at scrambling outside the pocket. He's got a great arm. He's got a winning mentality. So from a fantasy perspective, we're not really talking much in the you know this season in terms of redraft. Um, but maybe? maybe I mean, if if he starts by week six, maybe he does have the weapons. He'll be a waiver pickup. You're not right. going to draft him. And if yeah, you I don't do, think anybody's going to draft him. Shame on you. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to draft him in redraft unless, you know, we get down to the end of August, early September, and they're telling us, you know, Baker has a real good chance to start. Um, Agreed. Agreed. So, which is kind of crazy that he would be drafted, yet Tyrod Taylor will not be drafted in redraft leagues. No. So, very interesting. Definitely not. I do like yeah, I, I do like me some Tyrod. I think he he played pretty decent for Buffalo last year, and then they were like, all right, we're going to sit you and start five interception Nathan Peterman. <laughs> but... Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. If you're a team that, if you're, if, you know, if you're a streaming kind of team where you like to stream the quarterback position, especially, uh, I think it's a, a pretty, you know, nice commodity to have that, you know, Tyra Taylor sitting there on the waiver wire, you know, each and every week, you can pick him up. He's going to have top 12 week, one week or another. Uh, he's not a top 12 quarterback, but he's going to have a top 12. A week good week. Yeah. But Baker is the same. He has, Baker has those same capabilities. I would not be surprised if Baker came in and he made a huge impact right away. I also wouldn't be surprised if Baker didn't really play this year. So it's, it's a it's, give and take with that one. It's the Browns. I mean, we we expect so much from them every single year. Top five pick. Two of them. Two top uh, five picks. I know. And, and then what happens? Nothing. Well, we're Absolutely hoping that nothing. they finally built, <laughs> they, they built for their future, that they kind of made the right picks for you know, for the first time in a while. Well, they um, did, and they actually, the, the difference, I guess the huge difference, too, is that they actually went out and got some awesome free agent signings. Like, they actually yeah. made some more moves instead of just hoping on rookies, because they even they even beefed up the defense a little bit, too. Yeah, I do. I like the way they're building, um, but from a fantasy perspective at this point, speaking solely about Baker Mayfield, um, I just, I don't see a redraft capability especially if they keep saying that Tyron is going to be the starter which means we're looking at week seven maybe week eight if if 
depending on how the season goes. Exactly, depending on how so, the season goes. So for me, I'm out. I'm, I'm excited for his future um, in terms of Dynasty, but not this year. Dynasty, he's definitely a top. Oh, yeah. Second oh, yeah. round, easily. Uh, so the next quarterback to be drafted, uh, who we actually saw, you know, we, uh, we, we were screaming his name. I, I don't think he really looked at us. Uh, maybe he did. he did. I don't know. I don't remember that. This is uh, this is your hero. Uh, hopefully wow, he doesn't. See. Hopefully he doesn't turn out like the last uh, guy from. I'm not USA. making. I'm not making any. I'm not making any Sanchez promises. Uh, Sam Samuel Darnold. I don't even know if that's his real name, but we're just gonna call him Sam Darnold. It's not to, Samantha. So. To, to, it could be. Depending on how he plays, it could be Samantha. <laughs> so he is on the J E T S Jets Jets Jets. Now. My, my personal opinion about this, and then I'll let you take over. One, I think he's in a very good situation right now. Being, if I were the Jets, I wouldn't start him. You don't start him at all. I wouldn't rush into it. You, you, still, have Josh McC- you still have Josh McCown. Iron Man Josh McCown, who's been in the league for what? It seems like forever. Surprisingly yeah. still on the same team, too. For like yeah, the, I mean, the two seasons in a row. <laughs> They liked how he performed last year, but he's not. Uh, I mean, he's not. A, he has so much experience in the NFL. He's not a great quarterback. He just has so much experience that I think Darnold should definitely one watch him obviously and learn as much as he can. And the Jet, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's the same Baker. It's the same as Mayfield, in my opinion. I think that. I don't know. I don't think it's the same. I really think that Darnold can start Week One. I, I think he has the poten- I think he has the potential to. I I don't think that he should. I don't agree. I don't think he should start at all in week one, week two, week three. No, um, he should start halfway because, through the season. Because the Jets have gotten better, but at the Maybe. same time, they've gotten a little better. <laughs> but at the same time, I just I, I don't think it would be a smart decision, especially when Josh McCown had a good start to his year last year, and the Jets probably aren't going to be competitive this year. They're a six-win team, maybe. If that. So they still have a few more holes to fill on their team. So I think starting Sam Darnold, unless he becomes the next, you know, great thing in his year one, uh, I think he has a lot of mechanical issues to work on. And from a perspective of fantasy, I think there's zero, and I mean absolutely zero relevance in redraft leagues. Dynasty wise, even if he starts, I still wouldn't. Yeah, dynasty wise, I think I think he's still. I think he's a middle, mid to late round, second round pick, even into that early third. I like Sam Darnold a lot. Don't get me wrong, but it's the Jets. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, you, you got to have take that into effect. They have one of the worst pass blocking offensive lines uh, as it stands right now, so he's going to not be upright very often if that's the case. And besides Robbie Anderson, their weapons are kind of Quincy Anunua. Yeah, Jermaine uh, Curse. I mean, I just their Austin weapons are wonderful. Jenkins. Eh. Yeah. So. They did get Crowell, so him and Bilal Powell. Ugh. But the thing, the thing about Crowell, you got to look at the guy hasn't missed a game. Yeah, he I know. has not missed a game in his entire career yet. So, so that's good. Yeah, but I, just, I, I like, I like him for dynasty. I agree with you on yeah, that. Redraft, I think stay away. Player. But I rookie, mean, rookie drafts, what would you say? Late second round, maybe even like yeah. third round. Yeah, early for rookie, third. Yeah, for rookie drafts, I have him in somewhere in that late second, early third. Like depending uh, depending on I guess who else. Like if it's a run on quarterbacks. 
Even then, though, even if it's run on quarterbacks, there are plenty of dynasty teams out there that have plenty of quarterback play. I mean, speaking for my own dynasty teams, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. So for me, there was no reason I wanted to reach on somebody like Sam Darnold or, you know, we got Josh Allen instead, which is what Josh thing. Allen, yeah. Yeah. But other than, I mean, there's no reason to reach on another quarterback other than that. So for me, if you're if you're kind of looking, you know, aging quarterback, uh, Drew Brees or Tom Brady or whatever, then, yeah, you, your quarterback becomes a priority over the next year or two. Um, but as it stands now, I mean, Sam Darnold for me has has the tools to succeed. I just want to make sure that he is groomed properly. And so for me, he's a late second, early third in rookie drafts. So I think there's better quality out there. Well said. Certainty out there. Well said. Uh, we'll we'll start with uh, I mean both next guys they're both uh, first name Josh, Joshua. So we'll start with the um, I guess the more pompous of the two, <laughs> in uh, in Josh Rosen. Um, now mind you, I mean he got he got really pissed <laughs> when he got drafted where he did. Um, yeah. The guy yeah. definitely plays with a chip on his shoulder. I mean, he's very talented. Well, this I I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen. One, he's going to start at some point this season. It's going to happen. I mean, could be week one. Could it, be week exactly. 10. Sam Bradford is a bag of potato chips. And yeah, he he's going to crumble. Yeah, especially <laughs> behind that offensive line. They have one of the top five worst pass blocking offensive lines in football and it's getting worse so i don't i don't think that he has any chance to stand up right behind that offensive line yes david johnson's coming back and yes larry fitzgerald is still there true uh, but at the same time i think josh rosen out of the four big quarterbacks maybe five if we include lamar jackson in that late first um i do think that josh rosen has um the most redraft value i think that without a doubt he has the highest probability of starting week one uh, mostly because of Sam Bradford, but also mostly because I think he's the most NFL-ready quarterback out of all of them. True. Uh, it's actually not even close. I think he's the most NFL-ready. Great footwork. Uh, yeah, he has wonderful footwork. Good, he has he's, good, yeah, good he's accuracy. Smart, yep. I mean, so I think if I think he has the best chance of starting week one, and I, I would not be surprised if people took that flyer um, either in like really deep leagues or in two quarterback leagues. So in a two quarterback league, I would not be surprised if he's your, he's your quarterback three. Um, or if you're in a deep, you know, 22 round kind of draft in 12 team leagues or 14 team leagues, I think he's your your QB two um, potentially. So I like him. I like him more for dynasty than I do for redraft, as I do with all quarterbacks um, who are rookies. But um, if anyone's going to succeed, it's going to be him um, this year. This year, sure. definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And how he gets in trouble? Okay, you got David Johnson. He could just throw it up to Larry Fitzgerald, who's still old, but never. Yeah. I mean, he's ageless. Yeah, and I think that if, you know David Johnson could be a big help actually in the backfield because oh, now running such the a ball. Big help. Yeah, but receiving the ball. Exactly. Exactly. You no, know, he's made it a mission to be a thousand thousand kind of guy. So. And he, I think he will. He stays healthy. He definitely will. He has so. a chance. But yeah, I think I think Josh Rosen. I'd like him this year, um, but I, I still. I'm very weary, um, especially given the fact that quarterback depth is so uh, great, and you can get a top-notch uh, fantasy quarterback in the 12th round. Oh yeah, I, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I really don't think that Josh Rosen's even going to come into play here. I don't even think he's going to draft yeah. it. If we go back a few years, I mean, he might have been more important because quarterback depth, you know, two, three plus years ago wasn't great. But given the fact that there are, you know, 20. 
two guys that I would draft and start on my team from the quarterback position, I think Rosen's irrelevant. Agreed. So. Agreed, agreed. Uh, the next Joshua, Joshua Allen, um, in my opinion, I think he has probably one of the worst. I mean, he got drafted to a pretty bad team. No, the worst situation, absolutely. Like it's pretty bad. It's it's a very bad situation. I mean, it was it was bad when to begin with, but now everything that's going on with Lashawn McCoy makes it even worse for him. Because oh. mind you, the guy's gonna have no running back behind him. He has no true number one receiver. I mean, Kelvin Benjamin, you you stink. Forget um, that. He has no offensive line. <laughs> he just has nobody. Their, their <laughs> offensive line is literally a bunch of college backups. <laughs> It's they bad. traded away Cordy Glenn. Richie Incognito retired. Um, who else? I'm trying to think about this. Eric Wood retired, I think. I don't even know who um, else, but it's bad. They have one return. I think they have one returning offensive lineman. What? It's bad. So they I, Charles Clay. <laughs> <laughs> they have Kelvin Benjamin, too. We don't want to list off any no, other Kel- better players. Charles Clay is definitely better than Kelvin Benjamin. Zay Jones, terrible. Oh, Zay Jones is the worst player. Don't even get me started on him. We were so he high on him he last year. Test- I think he failed his test today. Uh, he failed the uh, conditioning test. First oh, one at camp. Oh, my God. I play, I'm pretty sure. Embarrassing. So, um, yeah. Chances are they they did sign A.J. McCarron, which I feel bad for A.J. McCarron because he could be a decent quarterback in the NFL. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, he's a, good, he's a good backup, but if somebody's going to pick him, really, he goes to Buffalo? Like, I don't think – yeah. I think he's That's your situation. But here's the thing. We may not even see his, his potential – with with the Bills, the same as Josh Allen. I mean, you're not like, what is this? Oh, given the team makeup and given how bad t- this team it's is, it's gonna be terrible. I really don't think Josh Allen's even gonna start. This oh year. my God, it's gonna be so bad. Well, I think he will. I mean, Nathan Peterman is terrible. He'll probably yeah, get right caught now, by the third week. As it is right now, I mean, he's <laughs> Josh Allen's number the number three quarterback Great. to open camp, which is not surprising. But at the same time, That'll I really change. don't think he's gonna move much because if AJ McCarron can be healthy, I just really don't see how they're gonna risk their franchise quarterback's life um, and health given that offensive line's you know destruction so I just don't see a reason to start him this year if you have no chance of winning I'm not let him learn he I think he was the least NFL ready out of any of the quarterbacks he does have a lot he needs to work yeah, on he has a lot of stuff he needs to work on he has a lot of yeah. you know pure talent but at the same time his his intangibles are a little his off. footwork his accuracy yeah. is a little off but I mean he's yeah. got good strength he just yeah he's a big boy he's a big boy he is a big boy yeah, so I, I I like him in Dynasty as I drafted him, but I got him like the what I got him, the fourth round I think. I think third, I, pe- I think I picked him in the fourth round for you. Yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable. He's a fourth, <laughs> you know, get him in a fourth round quarterback um, in a rookie draft is pretty sweet, especially one who could succeed. But the Bills need to they gotta really build up that vitalize. Team. Yeah, that team is in shambles. So you need uh, a whole new offense. Literally, they're the worst. Literally, the worst offensive line in football. Now they if, if if McCoy doesn't even play that completely tears them apart even more now because then you got okay it's Chris Chris Ivory is going to be no I'm not I'm not bashing Chris Ivory he's not he's not a bad running back but he's not he's not a number one he's not a he is not a three down back he's not even a two down back <laughs> I mean you're looking at someone with Sean McCoy who's a top ten I mean 350 touches yeah you know what I mean Potential. like yeah. but. It, it's just it, this. It's going to be a very, very cold and long season in Buffalo. <laughs> Always is. How oh, they made the playoffs last year? Oh my honestly. god! 
They were. I don't understand how they got in and get San Diego, on San Diego. Los Angeles, the Chargers were out. Like Los Angeles is my pick to make it to the Super Bowl this year. I think they're incredible. Um, yeah, but anyway, we'll get to that at a later date. Yes, at another episode. <laughs> but you know what? This the draft was very interesting because then the final pick of that first round was Lamar Jackson. Okay, he's very the final surprising. guy we'll talk I was, about. I was, surpri- I was surprised. I am I was... not surprised whatsoever. Um, I really thought he would go to Baltimore. I did think he could potentially go to Baltimore or New Orleans in that middle of that um, that first round. Hmm. But then he starts to slip or whatever. But it doesn't surprise me. It happened to Teddy Bridgewater with Minnesota a few years ago. The first round picks all have fifth-year options. So you want to get them under that fifth-year potential control. True. So if he pans out, you know, great. You got him for another year under his rookie deal. So that's why Baltimore did it, because Joe Flacco is not the future anymore. He's, you know, on his he's, last few years of his contract. He's getting old, yeah. Yeah, and he's just not that good. <laughs> I mean... I don't think he's going to lose... He's not going to lose the starting job this year. Right. I mean, it's it's still his team. I don't, I don't think he will. I mean, there's always a chance if the Ravens absolutely implode. But Which I really happen. like Lamar Jackson. I think he's a future-based quarterback, but I really, really like this situation for Lamar Jackson. I really like it. He's got a good offensive line, a you know a decent one. They they've been better before. It's not um, terrible, exactly. Yeah, it's definitely had a worse offensive line in the past. Um, you know, a better I mean a better one, but like this is not the worst one. Um, but you know he he's got those it factors. You know he can run the ball better than any quarterback I have seen probably ever. Definitely I mean, out of Ka- the draft this year. Better than Kaepernick. Better than Cam Newton. Better than you know Russell Wilson. I think he's the best running quarterback I've ever seen. Um, but that being said, he, or Michael Vick probably I guess is number one, but we'll leave that. <laughs> um, you know I think he's got some skills. He can throw a good deep ball. The problem is his accuracy on anything else is pretty piss poor. It's a little yeah, it's a little rough. It's awful actually. <laughs> but and he has... and you need that in the NFL. College you can yeah. kind of get away with it. Right. Right. NFL, when, a play breaks down, when a play breaks down, his first read, that's the problem. He's a first read kind of guy. If it's after that, he's going to run, and that's just not going to fly. Ask exactly. Him, go ask Mr. Griffin. Um, what's, he, so, what's, what's he doing? Hopefully listening to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the thing is, is, you know, I like Lamar Jackson as a future base. I really think that in, in a lot of dynasty drafts, he's actually going as either the number one to the number two quarterback, which is absolutely bananas, but also I like it. I don't hate it. I don't. He's going in that, like, early third round of some rookie drafts. I mean, that's crazy. But that's because they see such a high ceiling for him. His potential is exponential, honestly. I don't think there's any players, you know, especially the quarterback position, who have that type of, um, like, explosive power that he has. And whether it's with his legs or with his arm, I think Baltimore could, you know, really coach him up. So, from a fantasy perspective this year, he has zero value. um, Unless... Unless Joe Flacco either gets injured or implodes, which are both which potential possibilities. Potential, like exactly, yeah. But I really think that um, that Lamar Jackson is a decent dynasty stash. Uh, you have a, you know you have a true number one in dynasty. You have a true backup. Um, you know, like I said, if I have, I have Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson would have been a perfect stash for me because if he turns out great, awesome, I can trade him because um, I have Mahomes waiting in the in the wing for me. But if he doesn't, then you know it's a third round pick. I'm okay. It's not going to break my bank. Right, exactly. So, he's the most controversial quarterback without of this draft, without a doubt. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, Mason Rudolph to the Steelers? I know we oh. uh, we previously touched up uh, just you and I on a side chat about. Um, I mean, the Steelers and they they have not drafted a good quarterback since Big Ben, like right. at all. 
I mean, That's mind true. you, that obviously they're not going to because I mean, Big Ben is. I mean, the guy won two Super Bowls. Yeah, but he's also <laughs> on his last legs, both literally, literally and figuratively. Exactly. Um, but I, I kind of lump him in with um, Kyle Laletta with the Giants. I think mm. that both of them have those things that somebody saw in them um, because they drafted them with a decent amount of capital in the draft that they're both behind aging superstars Big Ben, Eli, both with two rings Um, you know what I mean, like they're both sitting behind them, and while Davis Webb I think is going to get that first crack um, to replace Eli Manning someday, who knows? both of them are in a bad, in a weird situation because I think Big Ben and Eli were all expecting to retire soon, and I don't think either of them are going to retire soon, I just don't and I don't think either of them are going to get pushed out of town because they both won Super Bowls. They're both hometown heroes there. So for both Mason Rudolph and Laletta, I'm, I'm more skeptical slash going to avoid that situation at all costs because even though I do see potential and I do see a situation that could evolve behind an Asian quarterback, I just really don't think they're ever going to hang up the cleats, honestly. Would you <laughs> would you say it's kind of like, a, uh, like an Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre situation potentially? Not as much because... Obviously not as good. I mean, you're talking Brett Favre. But then again, I mean, Big Ben and Eli are two... They're good good quarterbacks. Oh, absolutely. I'm not going to disagree with that. It's more the fact that uh, I think that Favre situation, I think they really wanted the heir apparent to Favre. With the Laletta and Mason Rudolph, I don't think that's the case. I think it was more, you know... We'll give it a shot. Yeah, backup quarterback. And if not, we'll just, you know, we'll cut our losses. Eh. Second, third, fourth round pick. We don't care. True. And if it works out, then we look like heroes. Correct. And if it doesn't, then it's, we still have Eli and we still have Big Ben. True. You know? So from a fantasy perspective, I think all five quarterbacks that we talked about... None are uh, redraft. None are none. really redraft unless things change. Granted, it is July, what, 26th, right? Exactly, July, exactly. A lot can change. There's a month until the... A little more than a month. A month and a half. Month so and a week until... to be cut and final roster. Cut. Yep. And then the final preseason games. Things can happen. Injuries happen. Decisions are made. So I, I really don't – I can't look too much into it now, but just based on my speculation of it, I have statted out both Baker and Josh Rosen. I have not statted out anyone else. So Josh Rosen ha- appears on my top quarterback list, uh, and so does Baker. However, um, Rosen is definitely higher up. But it's more based on speculation. It's more based on, you know, if, if I hear, you know, through the woodwork that Rosen and Mayfield – you know, are not going to start, that it's going to be Bradford, it's going to be um, Tyrod Taylor, then maybe I'll move them down a little bit more. Or I'll think about, you know, taking them out of my rankings. Uh, but for now, because of that possibility, they may stay. Yeah. They're not like highly it. ranked. Okay. Right? Exactly. So. Well, that was, oh, my God. I'm so, uh, just talking about it just gets me I so know. excited. Oh, it's my God. Riled up. Oh, my God. And these are only just the rookies. Like, we're talking yeah. about guys that don't even – they're not, even gonna, they're not even going to matter in redraft right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, once we so much oh my god, once we start getting talking about, I mean, your Lev Bells, your Julios, everyone. Oh my god, I can't wait. We're then we got fun topics. We're oh going to have god. some some new topics, some new discussions, uh, some some major stuff that's going to get you ready for your draft. Not your typical, um, you know. St- episode that we've had before it's going to cover certain topics that are necessary to prepare you but at the same time we're going to ask certain questions that you know make you think hey you know if i if i draft those two running backs in a row what am i going to think about in that third or fourth run if i don't you know if i do a zero rb strategy which is for people who don't know what that is a zero rb strategy means that those first four five six rounds you you know you're really not targeting running back which is a mistake scary um (laughs) 
But a zero <laughs> RB strategy, there are people who go in that zero RB strategy and say, you know what, you're going to reach for the running backs. I'm going to take the best available player. So if that's the case, what is your game plan? We're going to we're going to get into all those types of strategies and planning um, to make sure that when the draft come your draft comes around, you know you're you're prepared for anything that can happen. So we'll do another mock draft as well. Hopefully a couple do, of yep. them. Mock we'll draft. Have a guest. I know Amazing. that I got some buddies, you know, that would love to be on the show. So yep. we'll definitely try to get them on as well. Hopefully bring in another perspective. Some you questions know? asked. Exactly. Some situations they need help with. We're we're here to help. Exactly. Um, so please please be you know don't don't be afraid. Ask us some questions. Send us some you know send us some concerns or questions or anything you might need help with at thefantasyfam at gmail.com. or tweet us uh, right at tweet us, at thefantasyfam. The yep, that's correct. There you go. Um, go you to our website, yep, thefantasyfam.com. Um, we are always receptive to questions. We will you know make sure to make it a point to either answer them uh, through the the way you asked or we can talk about it on the show if it is relevant to our episode. Yeah. So please feel free to reach out to us at any time. Um, our next couple episodes, we are going to continue on to the next set of rookies, you know, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, not so much. We may touch up on a couple. There may not be even that many that are relevant. Typically, yeah. rookie tight ends don't really. We might lump them in. We'll lump them in with the wide receiver episode. Yeah. So that's, I mean, unless you're Rob Gronkowski or Evan Ingram, I mean, those were the only two that really made an impact in their rookie seasons. But this is the Fantasy Fam signing off. Mm-hmm.